This podcast is now streaming on the Accounting Influencers main show. Subscribe to the Accounting Influences podcast to listen to more content just like this. You can also watch this episode on YouTube. Please like and subscribe to learn even more from the very best experts, thought leaders and influencers in the accounting and fintech world. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents Insights in Accounting. Insights in Accounting. Sponsored by World First. With Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Insights in Accounting podcast here with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. This is when we cast our eye over the news, we see what's going on out there, and we bring it to you so you don't have to go looking for it, and you don't even know that you've missed it because we hand it to you on a plate, but more importantly, what it means for you as an accountant in practice. Martin, you've scanned your eye over what's happening in the accounting and fintech world. What's caught your eye this week? So, Alan Anderson, Tyler Anderson, and Corey Schmidt have combined to write an article for Accounting Today, Rob called, Is There a Silver Lining? to the great resignation. Now for listeners, full transparency, I do not know, and to my knowledge, Rob doesn't know or have any relationship with these authors, so we're not promoting their story for any reason other than it caught our attention. So with the great resignation, I I bring my customary um, skepticism to the table because I don't see evidence of the great resignation. I'm not denying it, I'm saying I don't see evidence of it. So. They open up, Rob, they say, every firm we've worked with in the last few months has had an enormous loss of staff. But they say, we believe this talent crunch could be a blessing in disguise. Now, this is what I think is subjective about it, because if I was writing that, my article would be, every firm I've worked with in the last few months hasn't had an enormous loss of staff. So let's let's say that they're right. Let's say that their sample list goes beyond who they've worked with and see what they've got to say. And they say that current staff shortages should cause firms, accounting firms, to look more deeply at their procedures and processes to see where and how they can create capacity. Now, straight away there, they're speaking to a certain size of firm because a lot of firms, as you know, don't have time to be proactive in the way they look at their processes, but rather are chasing deadlines, answering client queries. That takes up most of the day. They then say that firm leaders need to start thinking about what they can do now to make the work more meaningful to the teams that they're currently losing. Partners need to be very clear, they say, that they do not intend to burden the remaining staff with absorbing the work of the people who left. So they've got, Rob, five recommendations that they feel accounting firms can implement now to mitigate success, uh, stressful busy seasons, tax seasons, um, due to staff shortages. And they don't think that any of these ideas are terribly difficult to implement. So let's look at the five they've got and see if they're right or not. Well, just before you do that, Martin, let me add a little bit more context, if, if I may. The way I understand it, the great resignation has come from pandemic times, people recalibrating their lives, examining what's important. Accounting firms traditionally have chained people to a desk and given them automated, uh, repetitive, mundane, boring tasks. And it's, they're asking themselves, is it fun doing this anymore? Can I do this for the rest of my life? Is this a career for the next 30, 40 years? And many of them have decided not. But the other aspect of this with the labour shortage is that a lot less people are coming into accounting as a profession. So that's creating vacancies in accounting firms that have growth plans, but they can't access the capacity to serve those clients and make good on those promises and develop their growth aspirations. So with that in mind, 
Yes, there's a labour shortage, whichever way you look at it. And accountants coming out of practice and maybe drifting into industry. We've done a piece on that lately. So, yeah, let's see what recommendations these fellas have to say. And you made a point there, Robin, that the great resignation has been termed to mean that everybody stopped working for people. And what I've seen, so I can only go off what I've seen, what I've seen is people have changed how they work and how they want to work. That's, and they haven't changed who they work for. So, but, so anyway, the five recommendations here. Number one, stop blindly following Sally. Now, at first glance, I thought, poor Sally, what's she done wrong? But Sally means same as last year. So they say, if there was a year to challenge Sally, doing things the same this year as we did last year, this would be it, because staffing is not the same as last year. And they say that we find that generally it saves time to do the hardest areas um, instead of leaving them to the end, so the hardest work at the front rather than at the end, and rescheduling with clients if clients aren't prepared and ready to review their accounts. So stop doing things the way you've done them previously is their first recommendation. I had a joke this week, Martin, at the International Accounting Forum and Awards. Why did the auditors cross the road? I don't know, Rob. Why did the auditors cross the road? Because they did the very same thing last year. Guys, Rob Brown is available for bookings, comments, <laughs> and children's parties. For uh, auditors, read accountants, and uh, yeah, doing the same thing each year. Yeah, so, or, yeah, or, it's a fair or, point. Or bookkeepers, or senior managers, or tax preparers, or whatever. You're absolutely right. Um, their second recommendation is to hire for the required skill sets. That sounds a bit obvious, um, but their point is that not every task in audit, for example, requires a degreed accountant to perform it. Over time, they say you can build up a team of specialists and develop a task based approach to your audits. Um, but consider now, uh, you know, hiring people for what you need them to do uh, more than what their actual qualifications are. Their third of five recommendations is hold clients accountable to being ready on time. <laughs> With smaller, leaner teams on audits, firms do not have the luxury of waiting for clients to fulfill uh, their obligations. And, and you know what, the reason why I laughed was I introduced that. Uh, I meant no disrespect, simply that uh, that's what firms have been trying to do for years, is hold their clients accountable, giving them extra time, imposing penalties for not being ready on time, but nevertheless, things don't change. We've done some interviews with Susan Bryant recently, Martin. Uh, we did a couple. One was on how accountants can get better clients and educate those clients to be better clients. And the other was flipping that and saying, clients, how can you make your accountants better and educate them on being better trusted advisors for you? So I'll put those links in the show notes, but please continue. Fantastic. Their penultimate recommendation is leverage technology sooner. Uh, and they say to solve the talent crunch, you're not going to be able to enable a whole new data analytics program, for example. Instead, take advantage of this golden opportunity to look at using technology differently to replace manual labor. Um, so they talk in going to quite technical details here, but basically what their, their base recommendation is to take all of those things you've signed up to, all of the, the workflow tools, the app stack that you've got, the tech stack that you've got, and actually work out how it will serve you better and will make those vast economies that the salespeople who sold them to them said would be created if they used it properly. So leveraging the technology that they've got faster rather than saying, oh, we'll learn how to do that after this rush is over, after this tax season is over, after XYZ is over, and just becoming far more tech competent far quicker. And then the final one, Rob, is, is a recommendation that is no stranger to either of us. Shed the D and F clients. You speak a lot about this, Martin. I know it's a bugbear of yours. Yeah, what they're saying here is rethink your client roster. Again, in the US term, we wouldn't call it, we call it client portfolio here in the UK. 
with a priority of quality over quantity. They say the cost of replacing staff, especially in a talent crunch, far exceeds the revenue your firm might earn. And yes, that's true. And they're absolutely right, guys. That is true on paper. The behavioral reality, the psychological reality of a introverted, didn't want to go into sales and marketing, so I went into accounting. Accountant is that I have a scarcity mentality, that I'm not comfortable in losing clients, that I, I get worried and I have I lose sleep when I lose clients, no matter how bad they are. So though they're absolutely right. You know, on base recommendation, I would say the same thing. Definitely rethink your client portfolio. Definitely prioritize quality over quantity. And, and the, the advice is sound. The reality is that they don't. And they don't because they're scared. So the very first role here that we have to look at is explain the commercial upside to shedding DNF clients and then consider shedding. I'm more concerned about the prejudice against vowels. What happened to the e-client in that? Yeah, I don't know where the e-client has gone, but clearly they are not in vogue this year for whatever reason. Well, you've only ever talked about the A, B, C, and D client, so I don't know how bad an F client would have to be. Maybe that signifies something. And maybe it does, and maybe F on a test in the US <laughs> is also significant here. So in in summary, guys, this is Alan Anderson, president and founder of Accountability Plus, Tyler Anderson, who's the managing, managing um, partner of Audit Innovation, uh, and Curry Schmidt, who's the... Um, also in audit innovation and accountability plus who are writing this article. There are five recommendations are stop blindly following what, what you did last year and how you did it last year, hire for the required skill set rather than the qualification level, hold clients accountable to being ready on time, leverage technology sooner, and shed the DNF clients. There you go. There's some suggestions for you there in your accounting role. You're probably in leadership. And we're telling you that there is a silver lining to the great resignation. You've still got to go looking for it. We know there's a lot of fluidity in the labor market and accounting and fintech, so it's up to you to get ahead of that. That has been the news this week. Thank you for listening to Insights in Accounting. We recommend that you check out our other shows in the Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network. We'll put the links in the show notes. Enjoy the rest of your day and go and take some action. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents Insights in Accounting with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Giving you the edge, the latest news, analysis and recommendations in the accounting and fintech world. Sponsored by World First.